I used to try to, because you're always kind of shy at the beginning. You're like, so you try to walk up the backside and, and blindside him with, with Jesus like it's going to do something. And it was like, just tell me the truth. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to the Pantry Podcast. We're serving up Jesus, not junk food, for followers of Christ who don't want to just exist, but be challenged, sifted, and changed by the Word of God. And this is Season 10, Go and Tell, and we're digging into the first half of the Great Commission to embolden you to share God's Word during these tumultuous times. Join us and friends from 77 countries as we feast on spiritual nutrition. You can even be a partner that keeps the show going. Support the show at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. Now let's dig into the meal. Oh my goodness, it is exciting to be here. Welcome to season 10. Yes. Oh my gosh, season 10. Go Go and tell. I mean, come on. I hope you guys understand what that even means, but go and tell, especially if you listen to us and you've been watching us or, you, or you've listened to our podcast. I don't know. However you're looking, you're, 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 you're consuming the spiritual nutrition that the Holy Spirit has been laying on our hearts. Look, go and tell, go and share. Um, I think it's something that I've always pushed within our own, you know, with our own community here mm-hmm. in our local area, um, with our groups, our life groups and our men's groups is it's really important to come together as the body of Christ. It's important to be together. It's important to fellowship together, break bread together and all these great things. But if you're missing this one element, I'm telling you, your life won't grow. Your church won't grow. You need to turn out and you need to start sharing this message. Yeah, it's it's so important. The reason we decided to even do this and for anyone who is familiar with the Great Commission, there are two components of it that we believe you can't have one without the other. So why are we splitting this season and making it only about evangelism or, or going and telling? Because there's so much to talk about with both portions of the Great Commission to go and make disciples, to share the good news and make disciples. So normally we don't tell you, but up front, we're going to tell you that um, <laughs> that later on, a couple seasons from now, we will have a discipleship season that digs into that portion. But we want to start here because this is the one that people kind of know they're supposed to do. Like everyone might hand off discipleship. Like, oh, I'm not ready yet for that. You know, I'll hand that off. But if you know the gospel, if you know the Great Commission, if you know what Jesus did for us, you already have what you need to go and tell, right? And so we all kind of might be shirking that because we're, maybe we're introverted. Maybe you're shy. Maybe you live in a hostile area. Maybe you're just uninspired. Maybe you just are so busy, right? So instead of this just being a season where we beat you over the head and say, you need to go do this, we (laughs) want to embolden you and kick those fears to the curb the healthy way and dive into all the different ways this actually takes place so that you realize, hey, I'm actually doing it and didn't realize it. Or, hey, there's ways I could do it that that aren't as foreign feeling to me. Right. You know, and I, I think that's where this is going. And so I'm super pumped because that's that's what our church is about. Yeah, we are you know? definitely about getting out and sharing the word of God. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to come out straight and just tell y'all up front, I am good on the street. I, I love <laughs> I love talking to people. I love getting out there. I love Go sharing. <laughs> not always, you know, I'm not out there just like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I mean, no, no. I get out there and I just like to talk to people. Yeah, right. Go figure. <laughs> but there's one aspect that I just, ah, it's the hardest one for me because it's not my specialty. And there's a lot of layers that are underneath this. And that's door knocking, like going door up knocking. and ringing someone's doorbell and do it. Now I do it. Look, our church does it every so often. Right. And look, I don't shriek from, I don't shy from it. I go right out there with them, but it's not my favorite. But you know what? Because I have a different, um, 
the way God built me was different. Mm-hmm. You know, the way the communication is like meeting people on the street and just say, Hey, what's up? Coming up with like small chat, talk, you know, getting into it, talking to people, figuring out what's going on in life. And then, you know, dropping balls on them about right. Jesus. Right. But, uh, door knock is not mine. But then like Michelle, she has her own special set of skills. God has created and designed us. I know you like that. A huh? special <laughs> set, set of skills. <laughs> She's your phone. <laughs> <laughs> New meme for me. New meme. But like, we all have something. God has designed us. God has created us. He has made us unique. He has made everybody different within the body of Christ. So I, I'm excited about this season because the, look, I already know we've recorded some. And so it's like, and we got some more recordings that are coming up and there's all these cool, different ways that people have used what God has giving, has given them Mm -hmm. to go out and share this work. And they've also, what you're going to hear throughout the season, there's the ways that they are clearly using their gifts and then the other ways that they just happen to be used by God to share their gift. You don't always have to have a plan or a strategy. And I know Shay has some really great verses that he's going to dive into. And I'm kind of bringing in some more like practical, like bridges to what he's saying to help you kind of connect the dots. Um, But I think that that's one of the biggest ways we are used. If you are willing, how did we end last season? Well, if you were watching on video, you had to jump over to the podcast, (laughs) the audio version. But, you know, it was about being available to God. The more you're available to God, the more you grow in relationship with him, the more you're useful because you're not just saying, sorry, my calendar's full. Mm. And that's how it is with sharing his word. I think me, I do best when the conversation is already rolling I do great one-on-one and also if I get in a flow. So if we're out on the street, it might take me an hour. Let's say we're out there and we're going to spend an hour out there, right? It takes me about an hour to warm up, to even want (laughs) to talk to people on the street because I was one of those people who wanted nothing to do with anyone on the street, no matter what they were trying to tell me, because I was out on that street on purpose with a plan. I had something to do. And I didn't want to be interrupted. And then here I come years later, I'm the interrupter, right? Okay. Now, of course, it's with something that's worth your eternal life. But at the same time, I have to get into a flow. And, and it's so great to have such good social lubricant as my husband, because he'll break <laughs> the he'll break in build rapport and then I can drop in and be like, Hey, I'm the friendly sidekick that has great things to say too, you know, and, and I don't have to do it. But so there's, there's so many ways that that you can go about this. So. And I don't even know where that came again. One of those like special skills. No, I've never tried my whole life. It's like, it's like, I just, (laughs) I'll I'll find ways to get into a conversation. You do. And and it's not that I'm like intentionally like, I got to plan this and I'm thinking this out. No, I just like, I talk to people. I see somebody, Hey man, what's I don't know. Anyway, it's weird. You're so good but at it's, it. But it's so much fun. Uh, and then, of course, that's not Michelle's special sex. No. No. <laughs> and, I, and look, there's That's why that I sh- wear shirts. Because it forces the... Like, sometimes that's what's going to have someone bring up the conversation and right. consent to conversing with me. And if you consent to talking to me, I will talk. It's just me coming at you that I feel weird about. So I'm like, if I wear a little Christian shirt and someone asks me about it, bam, I'm in, you know? And yeah. so that's what I do. And then we also live in an area that's, it's really tough. Uh, it can be a little hostile. It's a little, it's a little, ho- well, a little hostile. She calls it hostile. I call it like, I don't know, a bunch of Michelle's running around with their head down, not wanting to get get, get stopped for nothing because they got an agenda. Uh, and, and that's okay. And so we found ways, unique and cool ways that have been successful with our area. I think I'll just, I'll probably do, dig more into that in a yeah. later episode yeah. on how we do that um, in this area where 
where it's really hard, where people don't have a need, if, you know, for Jesus, because they, they feel like they have everything. It's like, okay, I have this, I got the farmer market, I got all that. I mean, that's the area we live in. And it's a battlefield. And we'll get into that. I think mm-hmm. we'll get into that in one of these, these series. But today, I just want to kind of dig in on the fundamentals, where this all comes from, because I think it was really cool when I'm reading Matthew 28. Um, and I jumped ahead, you know, we always get to the verse where it's like, you know, go out into all the world, make, you know, decide, you know, go out in the world, share the gospel, make disciples of nations. But it was really cool how he led into this because he was right. about to have a talk with him. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool. And him is Jesus. <laughs> Let me <laughs> clarify. But uh, in verse 16, it starts out, it says, then the 11 disciples went away to Galilee, to the mountain, which Jesus had appointed for them. That word appointed actually kind of stood out to me. I was like, wow, that's like, being designated when yes. you look it up it's like a point appointed place okay it's an appointed place mm-hmm. and so you could sit there and say well it was just the place he's going to but no he appointed them to this this place yeah well because why you know and, and when you think of that this de- designated right well then you, you take that down a little bit more and watch this a process of determining an incumbent's predecessor Oh. Right, mm-hmm. right. So when you think of this, now I'm not Jesus, y'all. That's not what I'm saying. But of like course. verse 17 also says, let me before I, I'll get there on that. But it says, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Mm-hmm. So he sat there and he said, okay, here, come to me. Or actually he says, go there. I'm coming to you, yeah. which is actually kind of cool too. It's not like, come to me. Actually, watch this. Go. I'm going to come to you. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. Right. I'll meet you in this process. Right. That's a whole thing. That, right that's there. a whole thing right there. But like, why is this? You know, we sit there and we say some doubted, some didn't. But look, there's a sift. And then you look at first John two, six, where it says, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So watch being a predecessor to Jesus is actually something that's true. He did something. He came to this world. He, he came in the flesh in order for him to share this gospel, share this message. So watch this so that we kumbaya cozies right here. That's not what the disciples did. The disciples sat there then and turned out like I was talking about earlier. And that is very important. And so, and then, you got anything on that? Because I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna sit there on that because I want you to jump in as yeah, we go about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I I see that as there's a danger with the game of telephone. I remember playing it as a kid, mm. where you know you're passing it just by word of mouth, and it's worse because you're hearing like you're whispering it, and so you're hearing it all like jarbled or whatever. And by the time it gets to the end, it's not always at all what was said. Sometimes it is, you know. Um, But when it comes to this, that's why the word of God is so important. That's why being available with God is important and being in the word is important because even though there's still differences of interpretation that the Holy Spirit is working out in us, Mm. depending on availability, again, that that helps hone you and bring you in. Um, It's a game of telephone where what is said is actually written down and you can go check it. Right. And so it's important in this case to be the Berean. The Bereans were a group of people that were always testing the word, even when it was someone like Paul saying it. They didn't just say, oh, it's Paul. We can trust Paul with everything. Let's go take it back to the word. And so no matter who was saying it, they checked. Now, it's important when we evangelize um, that we realize that it is a very appointed and important role that we've been given by the Lord. And so then be a Berean on even what you say, because... Mm. You never know what you're absorbing. There's so much Christian stuff out there and stuff that's masquerading as Christian. You might absorb something that sounds right, but you were too busy to test it that day and you just let it, it sinks in and now you're out on the street and it just comes out. It's important to just test. and Hold yourself a little accountable. Now there's grace. There's the Holy Spirit speaking through you, all that. But I think that that's one of the really important things. This is not just a game of telephone where it's been passed on for, for a long time. Right. You have the word 
And if you're reading it at all, it's in there. It's living. It comes. It can come out. The spirit can push it out when you need to talk to people. And that's what has happened with them and what happens with us as we continuously through generations are appointed. And I know, and I know like on that, like, and never be afraid though. Like right, never. I, I remember some, some seeds I planted earlier on that you go back, you, you, you like go home and you start thinking about it and the Holy Spirit's like, hello, let me, can I ask you a question about something you said today? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. And you listen, right. Yeah. And you're like, wait, and so basically let me, okay, there's no voice, but it's like, you go home, you're like, wait, I said this today. Is that right? And you start looking up in scripture and you find out like, I might've been off a little. Right. <laughs> but, 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 but it's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Cause yeah. you know what? The Holy spirit is out there and watch this. If we're always going out on the street and this is something that I always do. I open myself up and I say, okay, Holy spirit. Look, you say he who has the ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. And I always approach the Holy spirit. I say, Jesus, whatever. I'm like, Hey, look, use me today. Why we start in prayer before we go out. Why before we, we hit the streets, we're in prayer and we're asking, Hey, use me because it does say in scripture that he will give us the words that are necessary right. at the time. Right. And so we have to, to have that trust and we have to have that knowledge but watch this it's kind of cool as we study the word of god and we we really pour it into us we're like we're like digesting it we're using it it's amazing how that actually comes out in in the streets yeah it's like all of a sudden you're saying something you're like oh okay cool yeah that's happened there. a few times yeah. to me when i thought i was gonna be in over my head and all of a sudden all the right verses come and I'm like, I don't know where it is, but let, if you give me a second, I'll Google it. But I can tell you is that I know it's there and I'm about to tell it to you. And thank you, Jesus, for the Google. I know. We live in a very blessed time in that yes, sense. We but, do. Yeah. But then like, so we move on. Like, mm-hmm. like, so he's already called him out there and he comes to him. He's in verse 18. It says, and Jesus came and spoke to them mm-hmm. saying, watch this. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now, okay. He's been given authority from God. Heaven and earth to come with this message and say, hey, this is what we're going to do right now. I want you to understand something. We have also been given authority as well. Um, And how I how I will bring this in is we're we're in Matthew 28. So we might as well stay in Matthew 28. You know, it says and Jesus came and said, all authority in heaven on earth. Right. Has been given to me. That's that's where he's saying this. He's like, "Okay." now he also gave us the authority to tread on serpents. (laughs) Now, I'm, I'm. I'm not, I'm not grasping here. If he gave me the authority to tread on serpents, right? He's given me the authority to speak his gospel, his words. And we need to go out there with this boldness. I remember one time sitting on the street with an atheist, right? And we're having a conversation. There's a, I don't know, this is a while ago, but yeah, yeah. but, but, and we're having this conversation and I used to <laughs> try to, cause you're always kind of shy at the beginning. You're like, mm-hmm. so you try to walk up the backside and, and blindside him with, with Jesus. <laughs> like it's going to do something. And it was like, just tell me the truth. Yeah. Like, like state your authority up front. If, if you're having a conversation and gets to that point, you know, where it's not just like the chit chat, whatever, then you need to claim who you are. Mm-hmm. I am a child of God. I believe that Jesus is the son of God that he, you know, just be authoritative in how you speak because you're not speaking from yourself. You're actually speaking from, from the position of the Holy spirit. Who's giving you what God has said. Yes. I am a huge fan of removing, I believe right. out of your vocabulary oh, yeah, when kinda. you're sharing the truth. <laughs> now it's, that's, that's if good. you do, okay. Because here's the thing. Truthfully, you do believe yeah. that. I will only say this. I will ask you to sit there because I used to say the same thing, right? But now I no longer am in that. Ask yourself why you say I believe. There's a few different things that play in the atmosphere and I'm not like taught, like I don't even know spiritually what that, I'm just saying like mentally in your and in the other person's mind. When you say I believe a lot, you're suggesting there are other options, right? 
um, you're saying, well, you believe that. So what? Like, I mean, I believe anything. You're bringing in this opportunity for them to say, well, I believe mm. different. The end. Here's what the authority actually is. The authority is you get to know reality as it truly is and state it right. without having to preface it with the platitude of I believe. You have that up that option. Now, you can use I believe if it, sometimes you might be led that way. But you don't have to, because the reality is, even if you didn't believe it, it's still true. That's the beauty of Christ is it doesn't matter who doesn't believe. It's still true. And so you get to just lay down this truth. And if they deny it, it's on them. It doesn't change reality. It's like we we want to have this goal where the sky is blue. Right. In general. (laughs) Right. And when the sun's setting at nighttime, et cetera, whatever. Sky is blue. You know that if someone comes up and says, no, it is 80% of the time it's yellow. (laughs) No, it's blue. It's blue. It don't matter what they say. And they can say, I believe all day long. You might say, well, they're colorblind, et cetera. But the reality is the sky is blue. You don't say, well, I believe the sky is blue. You would instantly go into it's blue because you have that much faith in that truth. And so it's a great exercise to oh, try to is. remove I, I believe slipped. out. I just slipped yeah. on it. And, and, and I know work on it. And it just happens. And I work on it's it. It's okay. Yeah, no, and, and, and we do work on it. Like yeah. this is something that our family does. But like you get in the scripture and it's always like, believe in Jesus, believe, right. believe, believe, believe. So you get used to this belief. Yeah. But, but what she's saying is absolutely 100% correct. Unless you run into Michelle. And you say the sky is blue, and she's like, well, on the color palette, technically it is. Well, no, no. I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, well, it's blue right now, but when it's cl- like, but at nighttime, the light reflects, like, et cetera, et cetera. Thing, I would say the thing like colors, you spectrums, and like all of the palettes right. that you know, and like, right. like colors, you know. It's the like, same thing I'm like. A dude, red's you, red, and blue's blue, and. Right. Like, um, and that's, and I think a chair, just, yeah. I, you come over, I say, sit yeah. down. And I'm not being like, mm, sit down. I'm just like, hey, sit down, you know? I'm not. I believe you can sit in there and it's not going to break. Right. If anything, what does that make you think? Uh, is it going to fall? Like you instantly right. start right. fearing. Right. 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 Could that chair break? Because they're adding a lot of extra words. The authority. The, they want authority. Even like I think people respect authority. That yeah. even like you said, the, a lot of atheists yep. are like, I actually respect the person who claims who it? Who claims it and owns it? At least I know where you stand. Right. You know where I stand. I'm not going to dance around and beat around like. And honestly, most of them will handle believe, but it yeah. it's more empowering to sit there and just state it. It's almost like uh, a lot of the writings that I do or the speaking that I try to do. Yeah. I try to not to say need a lot. Right. We like watch this in verse uh, 19. It says, "Go therefore." And make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He didn't say, and you need to go. No, he's he's giving a command. Right. It's like it's like when we write or when we speak, we need to be speaking, like Michelle said, from that position of authority. It's like, okay, look, I, it's not me who's speaking. It's Jesus who's speaking. I love that. I'm glad you brought that in because I, I jumped right on it. <laughs> I believe that. It's a cultural habit. And, and we need to get out of these culture. Like, you need to do this. Okay, let me tell you something. First of all, that just makes people like edgy. So it's yeah. kind of like, what what are the key, these these trigger words? But watch this. When you come in with authority and he says, oh, you know, you need to go and make disciples. Or he just says, look, go therefore and make disciples. Look, I don't, you need to read the Bible. Watch this. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. I, I, I just changed it. Now I didn't like say you need to. no read the Bible. I'm stating it. Yeah. And I think that's very important when we go out on the streets that we do hold down and say, Hey, no, this is my foundation. 
Right. Like, I, I don't question this. This is 100% my life. I am kingdom minded, kingdom focused. Jesus Christ died on that cross. And man, look, he saved me. Mm-hmm. And when you go out there with that authority, it's amazing. Like, it, it's boldness. Right. And I think that's what we're calling for in these seasons that we're moving forward. It psychologically helps you yes. too. Mm. If you're kind of out there with, is trepidation the right word? I think it is. <laughs> But if you're out there like and you're and you're feeling timid and you're worried about rejection, we're going to have a whole episode on rejection yeah, this season yeah. cuz trust, I get it. Whew. It ain't fun. Uh-uh. Um but someone else, a friend in sales used to say every no is that much closer to your next yes. And that's how he went out door knocking mm. to sell stuff, right? And what how much more can we take that rejection and be mm. like, "Okay, I'm I'm that much closer cuz time has passed, like I'm that much closer." Um but it, but it is important psychologically mm. to just claim things. Right. I, I cannot tell you how much my life has changed in all these little nuanced ways. My life has changed by just not saying things like I believe anymore about that stuff. Like I believe that Annie's mac and cheese, the little the little shell, little white shells, they're amazing. And I okay? believe. And he, they're not and, right and Shay okay but so there's the, there's and, the and so there's a time yeah. right but this is like the most serious thing on earth right the most joyful but also the most serious thing on earth and right. so if someone says well don't you sound full of it or like don't you sound like you know it all be like I don't have time for games I mm. care about you this is like right. this is do or die this is do or die that's why I'm right. out here because yep. I could sit at home and not do this but this is reality. You don't have to say, I believe that people, no, no, no. Like people that don't have Jesus are going to go to hell. Right. And I don't want, look, I don't want you going there and I have the solution. So I'm going to tell you. And if they ask you a question and cause I, I think sometimes people, they want to trip up the Christian <laughs> and they want to ask you something like, you know, can God make a rock so big? He can't move it. I'm like, if God says he's not going to move the rock, he can no longer move the rock because he has made a promise. So he's not going to move it. That's the God I serve. Okay. Amen. Like, but they're going to try and trip you up. If you honestly, in the moment, don't have an answer, you can be honest. There is nothing to be ashamed Mm, of when it comes to honesty. You can say, you know, honestly, I don't have an answer to that question right now. And they might feel like they've won. Okay. Well, really they've lost right? They've really lost. It doesn't matter. Mm. You know the truth. They've lost. But in that moment, you can lovingly be like, but you know what? I'd love to sit down and look at that. And if you would like to join me in that, we can go get coffee one day and we can go and we can try and figure it out together. I'd love to figure out that answer. Right. And and, and that's that carry over into our our season that's coming up. Yes. Like the discipleship. The discipleship. Because someone might take you up on it and you have the chance to love on them and they may never because of that come. But it's, it's, you have this, this reality, mm. this rewiring from a few seasons ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? This unnatural nourishment from a few seasons ago, all of that, that is what is arming you to go do this. Right. Is this mindset that no, this isn't just me believing this and there's other options and mine might be wrong. It's no, the reason I believe this is because it can't be wrong. Right. It is reality. It is the truth. And that's why I'm out here. Amen. And that carries us right in the verse 20, right? It really does. Um, because goes back to rewired mm-hmm. season of obe- obey, right? Teaching them to observe, teaching them mm-hmm. outward again, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, commanded you. See, this mm-hmm. is authority. This is obedience. This is what we're supposed to do. And lo, I am mm, comfort. I am always with you. 
even to the, the right, the warm snugs, right? To the end age. Amen. And see, I also have another set of verses because <laughs> I love verse, y'all. <coughs> you might not always be. get it like that, but it's like, I really do. Um, because I want to encourage people and why the whole why, you know, it's like, this is serious. And, and there's also benefits to this. And there's also, you know, when people do come into the family of God, um, there are provisions that he's promised. There are, there are things that he's, that, that he, he will not take away. And, and that is where we're trying to take people. We're trying to take, and, and we're sitting in service yesterday and I'm like, oh, the peace that passes all under, surpasses, hold on, not just passes, but surpasses all understanding. Uh, and I was like, let me look at these verses. Like, well, because because something's in you. Okay, the Holy Spirit like sits there and nudges sometimes. Like, yeah. this is important, Shay. Listen. And now, to you know, like as I was sitting there last night and today, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's why you told me to listen. Because listen to this. It's in Philippians. And it's, uh, it's in chapter four. It's just a few verses I'm going to read through because I want to get to the meat. Mm-hmm. But I want you to understand that, that this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is this is what's going on. This message is being shared. Um, and it says in verse two, it says, I implore you, you, oh, here we go. <laughs> and I implore you, uh, sin, how do you say that, man? Let me see. Let's see. Sintiki. Okay. Yodia and I implore you, Sintiki, to be of the same mind in the Lord. Here we are, right? Be in the same mind. And I urge you also, true companions, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. (coughs) Excuse me. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So here he's saying, go out and share this, share this message. And while you're sharing it, rejoice. Look, don't go out on. The worst evangelist, you know, Jesus loves you. Okay, I get it. But be joyful. Like, praise God look, that person's there. No, praise God. Right. I'm not going to shut you down, but I'm saying, look, have a little enthusiasm when you're sharing this message because Michelle said it's important. This really is important. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord, the Lord is at hand. I mean, this is serious. The Lord is at hand, y'all. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get into eschatology right now. I'm not going to get into all this stuff, but we are definitely experiencing sorrows. We are definitely experiencing contractions that are closer together. And this is a very important message. And as I walked into this season and, and I'm like, as I'm evaluating this and saying, Lord, show me, teach me, you know, give me the revelations to write it. This is a very important season, y'all. This is a very important season for a lot of things, whether Christ comes and the rapture comes tomorrow, the day after the day after the years after, I don't know, but things are getting hot. Things are getting heavy. And there are a lot of people out there that are going through some, some things and they need this message. They need this answer. Yeah. So I'm going to carry, let your gentleness be known to all men. Gentle. <laughs> don't, don't go out there and smother them. No, <laughs> no, no. But, you know, let your gentleness be known. Let them know that you have this peace. Because watch, we're getting to this. Let them know that you have this rest. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. This is very important. This is what God gives us that he promises. But in everything by prayer and supplication. These are keys to sharing this word of God. In prayer and supplication, which means we're in, we're in, in communication with thanksgiving Happiness, let your request be known to God. Hey, Lord, help me as I go share this message. Watch this, though. Here's, here's what we're selling. This is what he, we're selling, right? And the peace of God that surpasses all I'm saying will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That is necessary right now. This is what people need. People need to hear the word of God. They need to know that there is an answer. They need to know that they can get out of this bondage that is oppressing them, suppressing them and hurting them. 
and his name is Jesus. The other thing that I, I want to point out is that the entire New Testament, mm. plus or minus a couple books, you might be able to say, well, maybe this is an exception, but the entire New Testament is, a, is all about evangelism. Half of it exists because of evangelism. Paul's letters mm. exist because there was a walking around and traveling around and spreading of the gospel planting of seeds that sprout that win souls to Christ churches and like local church bodies sprouting up and people being discipled all because people were walking around mm. Syntyche and is it Elodia or Euodia? Euodia. Yeah. These people were walking around and sailing around and riding around to do this. They believed in it that much. Right. And so when it said, when those verses people like to use about you can lose your salvation because, you know, if you don't do this, you don't have the fruit. If mm. you don't do, you know, all that, et cetera. There's a point to all these verses about like working out your own faith and proving your faith and stuff like there is a point to it because when you think of how we quickly like we the, the observable reality, we can speak of it with such authority. You don't even realize how much authority you're using when you speak about just the observable reality. The grass is green. You say that with authority. You don't doubt that. Of course, there's people out there that, you know, say, what is truth? And truth is not an absolute and it's all up to, no, but that's, that is a fringe. Yes. You know, that is a fringe yes. level of people. Most people, even if they say they believe that, Day in and day out, they're not speaking to prove they believe that. They're disproving that they believe that every time they open their mouth and speak. So the truth is, this whole truth is relative thing is a farce. And we all know that. We speak words with authority when we truly believe them. The grass is green. Plants grow in dirt. You breathe air. When you're dirty, you take a bath. You have, there's so much you state with authority. The word of God is something you state with authority. You're not sounding like you're full of it when you say the grass is green. You just say it plain as day. So when you go out there and speak with authority, it doesn't mean you have to use your mean voice or your in trouble voice. You just state it plainly. Mm. And wrapping our heads around these things, those believers were walking out their faith by realizing what was at stake. Mm. And the more you realize what's at stake, the more you do it. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go find little, like the little tracks, the little slips of paper. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go door knocking. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go stand out on the street corner and talk to people. Those are very viable options that have worked many times and you're welcome to go. But there are other ways to do it. But the reality is when you're engaging in conversation with somebody with this as your reality, the way you engage does change over time because you realize souls are at stake and you and you realize they might be speaking a harmful lie. Right. And so you're going to calmly speak the helpful reality. Mm. But I, I love that you had that because it shouts out people doing exactly this. Right. Um, as I'm as I'm sitting there thinking, I, I love the Samaritan woman. Mm, yes, here's a woman who had to draw well or draw water from a well in the middle of the day because nobody wanted to be around her. 
Nobody wanted to talk to her. Nobody wanted to, to communicate with her. She was shunned. Um, and that was the only time that she could go there. Because nobody was, they, 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 traditionally, they just don't draw water that time of day. It's the middle it's of the day. So it's hot. hot. It's so hot. Um, and yet, after she received life-giving water, be anxious for nothing. But in prayer, it's okay. We made sure we're getting on our knees. But, you know, but he, the supplier was right there. Yeah. <laughs> the supplier was the one that she, actually, you know, watch this. She talked to who we prayed to. Right. There we go. With Thanksgiving, like she was like on fire. Let your request be named, known to God. So she carried that, right? And she ran to the people who rejected her. And there was authority there. Mm-hmm. There was a power there because those same people who rejected her came back to listen to Jesus. Go out, go, tell, share. Like Michelle said, it comes in a multiples of ways. But let me tell you something. If we look like the rest of the world and you share like you're the rest of the world, you don't have the authority. But when you share living in God's promises, and you know that, watch this, no matter what this world does to me, I have my eternal destiny. It might be a hard way to go. Because, I mean, look, again, back to the disciples and the people who shared. Mm-hmm. It didn't end cherry and all hunky-dory for them. Most of them that we hear the stories about went through something. But you know what? Everywhere that they went, everything that they went through, they took Jesus with them. Mm-hmm. Paul locked in prison, or and John, right? Paul, John, all of them. Like John gets put John's to the island of Patmos. So oh my gosh! And 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 all of them, like Peter. Them. I mean, like Peter and them singing and cheering, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're out. And then you got Paul, who's who's you know, like converting guards. You know, it's like yeah. okay, well, you know, you're gonna right. sit here. I'm just gonna convert you. Guess God wants me here. Hello, sharing the so gospel. Look, go and tell. Yes. Love on people. That's really what this is about. Because you have the message that will save their soul. Amen. 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 All right, y'all. Do you feel encouraged? Because I feel ready. (laughs) I feel ready to roll. Yes. So join us in prayer about this season that it works in you and that it works in other believers around you to go and tell. Mm. I remember that you can get all the links to all of the verses and all that stuff at thepantrypodcast.com and don't forget to subscribe and we would love your support. We've got some big plans in the horizon. So patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. So until next time. Hey, go out. Make disciples and share the gospel. Amen. 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 Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and catch other great shows on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.